Hey, Late Fees Besties! The No More Late Fees podcast is now available on Patreon. Subscribe to receive exclusive content, including Ask Me Anythings, playlists, live streams, bonus clips, and more. Check us out at patreon.com forward slash no more late fees. This week on the No More Late Fees podcast, Jackie and I are covering the 2000 film Scary Movie with special guest Teresa of Luscious Garbage. Before our episode drops later this week, we wanted to give our audience a chance to get to know the Gen X queen of independent movies and guiding all the Gen Zers with some fun games. Welcome, Teresa. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. I love you guys' TikTok by the way. Thank you. That's all Danielle. (laughs) But I got to know your secrets. You don't have a video under a thousand. It's amazing. Girl, I was very surprised. Okay. Because (laughs) I had another um, TikTok that um, I was just talking about social issues. And then I was like, um, this isn't like fun. This is just me. This is just like my personality. I want to do something that I'm actually like really into. And so I posted my first video explaining what I wanted to do. Like, oh, I, I think that Gen Z and Gen X are very similar. And I think that, you know, I could recommend movies to Gen Z that you guys would really love, um, that are Gen X movies. And that video, just me explaining what the TikTok was going to be about, like blew up. And I got so many followers from that, from the premise alone. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, they block my videos all the time. You would, you wouldn't know that. But oh my god, it's very, very frustrating running my page because they'll, they'll block them like that. Oh. And I've been shadow banned and stuff. Oh. <laughs> like you can't really tell because. The people who follow me are like really loyal. They're, yeah. they're there. Yeah. I've noticed that like there's a really cool nostalgia like community. Mm-hmm. And when they find you, whenever they find you, they stick with you and they are loyal. Yeah. You do really, really great reviews. And what I love the most are the movies that you pick. You know, Jackie and I used to work in Blockbuster. So we used to we seen everything at at some point we had seen everything, but then we started really getting into indie movies in the nineties and two thousands. And you pull a lot of those movies. So we got really excited. It was funny because I had already thought I need to have this woman on our, on our show. Mm -hmm. And then Jackie sends me a message like this woman, she's it. And I was like, I've been (laughs) trying Jackie. I've been sliding into the comments. And then one day you just were like, you guys should have more um followers I'm like you found us (laughs) we've been here the whole time waiting for you (laughs) so how did your taste in these movies come about is it just something that you naturally gravitated because you know you're very from what I could see you're very creative person how how did that all come together well when I was younger um, I'm, I'm 34 right now. And so technically I'm a millennial, but I was watching MTV, um, 
very early, probably too young. Mm -hmm. And so I, I consumed a lot of Gen X media. Yeah. And I saw like my best friend at the time had this older sister. She was a Gen Xer and she watched all of the Gen X movies that were coming out. And some of them I wasn't allowed to see at home, like The Craft. Yeah. Which I'm going to get to very soon. <laughs> but, you know, so I ended up watching a lot of those movies, a lot of them over her house. And I felt like that was my culture. You know, yeah. I really, really loved those movies. They're a part of my childhood. And um, I don't know, like they've always kind of, I know that millennials in particular get made fun of for like focusing on their childhoods and like calling themselves 90s kids or whatever yeah that era was like so special for us because it was like you had this carefree childhood and then when you got older I don't know the economy crashed and we all died yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think the 90s was really special because it was when you could go out and buy a video camera and make your own independent film. Kevin Smith made Clerks for $29,000 and like just cast all his friends because he was in film school and he wanted to make a movie and he had the means to do it because the technology had caught up with us to where we could do it independently and it could be successful. Yeah, it was exactly. it was a very special time, and it led it opened the door to where we are now. It, it gave us Rosario Dawson. Like, <laughs> yeah, kids. That was kids, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like independent movies that I had access to. Yeah, that were like that got semi popular in the mainstream, um, and I think it was like one of the first times that indie had gone mainstream where like somebody who was not necessarily into indie would know what a movie like kids was right um and it's also like it's it's 90s media in general especially movies they make you feel so connected because Mm -hmm. you had to watch it at the same time as everyone else I mean it was only in theaters for a little while and if you saw it you saw it in in this amount of time this small amount of time or you rented it. It's not yeah. like now we're like, oh, well, I can pause it and come back. I can right. watch it whenever I want. There's this feeling of being, um, of like collectively enjoying yeah. the same media. Yeah. You know, it, it feels very like, yeah, it feels like a community. So it, it like made me feel good to um, remind people of these movies and also like have new fans yeah gen xers are i feel like are pretty similar to gen um gen z so i i can see them gravitating i mm-hmm. my sister's kind of like on the cusp and she very much loves those kind of movies mm-hmm. so we're doing scary movie obviously this is a parody of scary movies and just other 2000s 90s movies but if you guys were going to make a parody movie based on movie tropes, like what genre would you pick or which group of movies, directors, what, who would you target or which movies would you target to make your parody movie? Wow. That's a really good question. (laughs) You guys are both thinking, I know mine, so I'm about to do it. Okay. I would a hundred, a hundred percent do a Tyler Perry parody movie. 
that's good. Wow. <laughs> that's perfect. I can't um, believe that hasn't been done. And and I, I think I think I could also like besides Tyler Perry movies, I think I could definitely do a far reach and pull any of the church movies, like the TD Jakes movies, or just any of j- just those kind of black movies because it yeah. needs a parody, call it like the Upper Room or something. Yes, yeah. and I would do so many scenes where pretty much every actress in the movie would have a fucked up wig. Every man. <laughs> Danielle, can we please cast Nana in this? <laughs> she, she, we couldn't afford her. We couldn't, <laughs> and she'd be very upset if we were making fun of anything that had to do with Tyler Perry. The chokehold he has on the the baby boomer old women okay. church ladies. <laughs> so that would be my parody movie. I don't have a good name, so audience, if you have a really good name, you think that would be perfect, let me know because we're we're gonna make this parody movie. I think. Lots of money is in it. I like it. <laughs> I think I have one. Okay. Okay, got it. okay. It's like kind of specific, but it's it's those coming of age superhero movies where the teenage superhero is like a geek and made fun of, but they're clearly <laughs> hot. Yes. <laughs> And like, for some reason, no one likes them. And like, they clearly have like cool thrift store clothes on and they're just like walking through the halls, you know, just kind of like their head down or whatever. And somebody shoves them into the locker. And then they see one day on accident that they have superpowers. And it's like, oh my God, I'm going to change my life. You know? Yeah. Or he just like, it's literally a Chris Hemsworth looking guy and he takes his glasses off and he's like, yeah, exactly. I'm a superhero now. I I love it. That is (laughs) that there's so many tropes. I love the Marvel movies, but there are some things we could definitely make fun of for sure. Yeah. Jackie, do you have one? I do. Okay. All the Nicholas Sparks movies. Oh, Jesus. I hate <laughs> Nicholas Sparks. We have told this Unpopular Mormon. opinion. <laughs> I hate The Notebook. And yes. it breaks really? people's hearts. It, it Did, you bro- hate it? Did you hate it when you first saw it? The moment the, the, okay, the name started say- to go across the screen. Me and Let her me- sister are behind her crying. So I'm sitting on the floor in my sister's apartment in college, Danielle and my sister and like her roommate, they're all sitting behind me. The credits roll. I roll my eyes and turn around expecting everyone to be like, this was the worst fucking movie ever. And everyone is bawling. And I'm like, (laughs) I am in the twilight zone right now. This movie was unbearable. I don't know why y'all are crying. (laughs) Did you think it was like too saccharine? Like, what was it about it? I just, I, if it's straight up romance, I can't. Like, I just, I think there's lots of stuff we can pull from (laughs) Nicholas Spark movies. Like, there's always the dying girl. Yes. There's always like, we have to get married because something's going to happen. There's always like (laughs) the the miscommunication and so we've loved each other for 30 years and now we've finally told each other like I just can't oh you gotta have horses 
and you got to have letters, letters that get And usually lost. we're at a beach yes, or some body of water. Like I just, oh, melodrama. That's what I hate. The <laughs> melodrama. <laughs> so anyway, that's my diatribe on. Well, I, ladies, melodrama. I, I would love to see each one of your parodies. They feel, they feel so close to being million dollar blockbusters. Yes. We have to come up with titles for them. Yes, we do. But before we go, tell everybody, Teresa, how they can find you, how, you know, all your social pages. All right. Well, you can find me on TikTok. Um, I am at Luscious Garbage. Yeah, I have not made any other page with, that's not true. I'm also on this app called Rizzle and I'm at Luscious Garbage productions on rizzle that's nice r-i-z-z-l-e but yes if you want to see more of Teresa's recommendations uh listen to her breakdowns of some of our favorite gen x movies definitely check her out on tiktok and rizzle 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 (laughs) yeah i'm gonna have to check that one out as usual stay tuned for our scary movie episode with Teresa later this week and Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. <laughs> Say that two times fast. At No More Late Fees. And as always, be kind and rewind. Nice. Mm.